Welcome to Business Magic with Maggie Gila, making your business feel and work like magic for you and those you want to impact. Turns out you don't need a wand, you need a strategy. You're listening to a series I did called The Strategy Sleepover, where I invited some of my past micro-launch students and mastermind clients to talk about how they have simplified their businesses. If you're interested in learning more about the micro-launch method, my flagship course on how to market and sell your offers in three weeks or less, go to maggiegill.com slash micro-launch. Now, on to the episode. Hey, hey, Maggie here, and welcome to another session of the Strategy Sleepover. I'm super excited because I'm here with one of my keynote speakers, Gulce Onganer, who is an architect turned YouTube strategist who has had an amazing journey, especially the last like eight, nine months. And I'm super excited to be sharing her story and how she approaches things, especially visibility and decision-making, which I think she has a lot to share. Gulce, do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, thank you so much for the introduction, Maggie. I'm so excited to be here in the sleepover with you today. So indeed, I was practicing as an architect and then I switched more to video content creation and YouTube strategy. And now I'm sort of combining both to find a way to really just how, just to kind of see a way how I can use video to just be myself, put my story out there and help other coaches, entrepreneurs and architects to really do the same. So it's been a definitely a long journey because uh, I think we met for the first time just over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And I remember booking a call with you and thinking uh, at the time that because I was growing an audience on Instagram for my architecture crowd that like this is something I should be doing. I should be doing something with Instagram. Like, can I teach Instagram? What the heck do I do? I remember you asked something really key that uh, that really still is with me. And that actually led to me to think about simplification a lot. You asked, okay, so does that thing that you're working on right now, like what's the return on investment for you? Like, is it serving you? Like, are you getting clients from that? And the answer was definitely a big no. And then you also said, you're not teaching Instagram, you're teaching something else. Instagram just happens to be the way you teach it. And then that really got me to think a lot about what is it that I'm actually doing. And then from there onwards, I focused a lot more about creating specific content for architects who want to start their own businesses. So I really niched down even further. And I wasn't talking about Instagram or any other kind of social media channel at that point. And then I stumbled upon your first ever launch of the back then your magical micro launch, which is now the micro launch method. And at that time, something just really said to me like, this is it, you have to really take this because you need to find a way to launch something to your audience and keep it super simple really nothing complicated. And then the way you spoke about the micro launch and everything being so micro and everything being like not so overwhelming, you know, the way you talked about it really got me to say yes. So this was last year in May. So since then I had a successful launch uh, for my architecture crowd with Architect Accelerate. And I had two more launches after that and they both went really well. And I kept on applying the micro launch method as well. So that basically meant keeping everything simple, not going crazy with 
making Instagram graphics and writing crazy captions, which is something I love to do. But then I realized it was really taking a lot from my energy. Mm. And then the end of the year and start of this year, I started to shift my focus to YouTube and sort of see, okay, how can I now bring this also have that be part of the services I'm offering. And I actually did a launch the start of this year. And I used so much of the micro launch stuff that I had learned back in May. Important to mention here that this is not something like you learn. And then you just, you know, it's not one of those courses you watch and then you just forget about it that you forgot even you bought it but it's something you go back to and revisit and implement continuously so I did that with a completely brand new product completely um, different audience almost and went really well so this has been a little bit my journey in a nutshell I think what's what's really interesting about you is that you've pivoted a couple of times in the last year, right? So you've mentioned you're doing a lot with Instagram, then you start shifting, focusing on architects. And as you start using YouTube yourself, because you also had a successful YouTube channel for a different topic, making it in Holland, right? Make it in Holland yeah. um, about living in the Netherlands. Um, that then kind of started combining a couple of months ago to going like, oh, but I can now actually be teaching YouTube and I can teach it to to architects, but also to coaches, to entrepreneurs, consultants, and so on. So I think um, that's why I want to have you here because that journey is really interesting as you kind of like tried different avenues as you went on and just got more and more focus, which I absolutely love. Exactly. When we first spoke, I really had no idea what I was doing. To be honest, I was in a corporate job that I really, really hated. Um, you know, that's a, that's a strong word, but just to put it out there in case anyone else can relate to it. But I was kind of at a place in my life where I really needed to make a change and I needed to have that happen very quickly. But obviously that doesn't mean just kind of go with something right off the bat without thinking too much about it. So that was kind of like my starting point, definitely like this lost person. <laughs> Well, it happens, right? Like I, we all, we've all had those phases. And um, one thing I want to actually bring up. So I think personality wise, we're quite similar. I think a lot of people will, will relate to this, like very creative, a lot of ideas, kind of like our natural state is that we want to go all in on everything all the time. How have you found that process of like, if that's your natural kind of state that can be quite well damaging, like if you keep doing that, you'll probably have a burnout sooner or later, right? How do you yeah. balance that natural urge with simplification. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, when I took the quiz, I also got all the ideas launchers. So me. I am definitely, yeah. So I'm definitely like all the ideas, like let's do Instagram, let's do YouTube, let's do architecture, let's do my own YouTube channel. Woohoo! Um, at some point, I really had to ask myself, okay, what are the activities I'm doing right now that are genuinely giving me joy while they're bringing me towards this vision that I have for myself, for my future? And right at that point, the moment I asked myself that question, it became obvious that I have to drop this whole Instagram and social media hype stuff. Uh, so that's something that I was really clear about because it was taking a lot of energy from me and energy is so important to manage. And I definitely have a big tendency to also push myself to a point of potential very serious burnout. Yep. So that's something I ask myself, is this essential? Does it make you happy? And does it bring you where you want to go? If 
these three things, at least like if one of those boxes aren't ticked, I tend to be able to say to myself, okay, you have to either drop this activity altogether or delegate, delegate it if you have, you know, the financial means or if you have even the bandwidth to be yeah. able to delegate it. So, yeah. yeah. Because like about delegation, um, I don't, not many people talk about this, but there is a lot of, like I'm in the middle of my own learning curve with delegation because I'm now starting to delegate things that I have been used to doing myself for years. I'm like, wow, processes, you know, something you've been doing for four years by yourself, you don't even have to think about it. Now you have to go document it. Like there is a learning curve involved with starting to outsource. It is something like that gets thrown out. Like, oh, just hire a VA, just outsource it. Okay, but how? Yeah. Right. So I love that you bring you bring that up as one of the options. But um, I think it's just interesting, like ambition versus you know mental health, my well being, my joy, and my my freedom. Like that's what why we're doing this for, right? Exactly. And your story has also been very inspirational. And I could really resonate with like a lot of the stuff you spoke about, kind of like having this third culture kid background. And then, you know, um, in your latest podcast, I also listened, uh, you said, you know, you were kind of like all the degrees, all the qualifications, like all the merits, all the great stuff. And then you're sort of dropped in a place where you're like left in the limbo and you have to be able to create something for yourself by yourself. And that's kind of the process that I'm still going through because I can so strongly resonate with you that, oh, okay, just because I did this in the past or because I have XYZ qualification doesn't mean that I need to be able to now like keep myself stuck on purpose in that box, but take that what I really want to do and really make something of that for myself intentionally without burning myself out. So I could really resonate with that. Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate that. I think it's it's just something that's important to share, like especially people like us where the na- our natural tendency is to work all the hours. And you have this belief that the more hours I put in, the more successful I will be because that's what we've been like trained to do, right? Yeah. Work, you work hard, so you're successful. But actually, at a certain point in business, you can actually work less hard and be more successful, which is really ironic. So speaking about that, what are some of the kind of like higher impact things that you have done that have gotten you more by doing less? Yeah, I really on this note, I have to talk about video because this happened to be a platform I found for myself where I really shined and I really enjoyed to do. And I think that just comes from my background when I was a little bit of a nerdy kid back in school, did a lot of theater and shows and was always interested in, yeah, interested in video to some extent. And then um, just about a year and a half ago, I was like, okay, you know what? You want to do this, stop overanalyzing, just press record, just make a video, see what comes out of it. And if you absolutely dislike it, you can drop it and never have to go back to it ever again. And then since then, as I put the effort, as I put the practice in with you know, competence came confidence. And I became even more confident in my ability to create these videos. And it just became this really nice cycle of, oh, look, I can make it, I can make it better. And then let's repeat. And after a couple of weeks, I noticed that it's not something I have to fight myself to get to be doing. Whereas with sometimes making graphics or writing an Instagram caption or any other blog post type things, I'm like, oh, okay, now I have to sit down and write. Yeah. Whereas with video, I discovered the simplicity that comes with, oh, 
just be myself in front of the camera. So this definitely has been helping me loads with my visibility, not just with the niche that I have in my channel, but now people are finding me and they're like, oh, I saw in your video, you're actually an architect. Although my channel is not about architects or architecture. Mm -hmm. Or they reached out to me saying like, oh, you have a great channel. I've been following you for a while. I see you, you now do this Jumpstart YouTube Academy. Can you help me set up my own channel? So yesterday I actually had a call with a client and went, or a potential client and I asked him, so how did you find me? He said, I watched your videos and then I subscribed. And then at some point I forgot your name. So I went back to your channel, watch more videos, find your name. And then I Googled you and then I found you on Facebook. And then on Facebook, I saw you have Jumpstart YouTube Academy. Wow. And then I wanted to book a call with you. And then at that point right now, like just to share with you and everybody else, where I'm at right now is to really just take everything I'm doing. So both the YouTube and architecture and making it in Holland and just make video, video, video. For me, it's simple, it's fun, and it's something that I'm really used to doing by now. So yeah. no more crazy like graphic stuff. That could happen. Of course, it's still great to have, but this is something I either delegate or only spend like 20% of my time on. And then that 80%, I'm just pressing records and making uh, videos. Yeah. I love that. Thanks so much for sharing. And this is this, what you've covered here is just so freaking important. I can't like express how important this is when it comes to building your business. A lot of it is marketing, right? Unless you are lucky enough that your business runs purely on referrals mm -hmm. and you don't need marketing. Awesome. If that's not you, you do need marketing. And when you think about marketing, writing, video, audio like those are the three options there's that's it right and i had a similar experience with you like uh, like you did like i had real issues in earlier on writing content because i thought oh i have to write instagram captions i have to write blog posts and what i found out about myself like off trying this for like a year is that i'm a quick start i'm terrible at finishing projects because my perfectionism kicks in and i also realized that i am way better at expressing myself by talking so something like recording a podcast episode, hopping on a Facebook live, even how I structure this, like, do you notice that we don't have slides? It's not super structured. There's a reason behind that because it's just so much easier to my natural strengths is to pick people that I want to speak to and have a conversation around this particular topic that I want to talk to them about. So it's, yeah. it's same like what you found for video, you know, whoever's listening, like find what actually aligns with your strengths and your personality, what you enjoy doing. And it's going to make your life just so much easier. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. You know, just go with whatever is more natural to you, you align more with something that doesn't need that extra push. Like, there are some tasks that we have to do. And before we do them, at least I feel this, that I have to give myself that extra push. Yep. But with video or with, you know, recording myself, that push is not there. It just happens. Yeah. And um, one of my strengths, so it turns out, is also communication and action. So it kind of makes sense. Talk in front of the camera. So just press record, take action, talk, voila. Yeah, that works, you know, and I do want to kind of say as well for anyone who's who's thinking about doing video, but who are not there yet. I want to hear your experience in second goal. But for me, my very first video was like, like this, my phone was physically shaking because I was so scared. 
I didn't even smile. I rambled on for about a minute. It was going to dark, like terrible, terrible, terrible video, but you start somewhere. And then as I realized, like, actually it's easier for me to talk to people. Let me just start. When I started my podcast, um, I actually really struggled with recording solo episodes because I was just like, who actually wants to listen to me monologuing? Like no one cares. Why would I do it? So I was getting into my head about that. So I thought, I know what comes easy is talking to other people, probably from theater. Like I, I bounce really well. Um, I bounce off other people's energies really well, possibly from my theater background. So I started my podcast, my first batch recording a bunch of my guests. And as I got into the flow, then I got ready to start my solo episodes because I had more like competence brings confidence. I love that you said that. Yeah. And uh, I definitely can relate to that. So I actually have uh, both of the gears, let's say I'm using most of the time currently with me. So I actually started with this first generation iPhone SE, which I don't even think Apple produces anymore. So this is what I used to record my first videos. If you go back, they're really poor in quality, but I'm glad I at least recorded. And then about a month ago, I actually upgraded to one of these uh, giant phones, you know, so it just goes to show you, you don't have to be perfect and have everything in order in a perfect way to start, but you have to start to eventually be able to get to this point, you know, and then become perfect. But obviously perfection never exists. You just get a little bit better and you improve. But uh, I think a lot of people sometimes, you know, get overwhelmed by the tech and stuff like that. So it's just about working with what you have, really, you know, don't overthink it and just get started. And that makes it simple. Yeah, like, remove the barrier to entry. Don't think about all of these, like, fancy, flashy microphones, cameras, or what have you just go with what you have right there right now. Just start. That's the most important. Yeah, I'm with you. And I think that's also not really a linear process. Like if you just like look back at your journey the last like year or so, it wasn't like this, right? It was kind of like, like little waves, just like, oh, let me try that. Let me try that. Okay, cool. Here's the direction. I'll find the direction. Here's where I'm going, right? It's not a direct A to B kind of thing. And same thing for this, like you upgrade as you go. Oh, it's working. I'm sticking with it. Oh, I'm getting results. Cool. Now let me upgrade. Now let me take the next step. Yeah, definitely. It's like that. And I used to be the kind of person because I guess with my background and my culture, everything has to be perfect right off the bat. I struggled with that. And then now I'm actually enjoying all those like little ways in the journey that not everything is like perfect linear equation where you're like immediately increasing day after day, but you have some days where things go less well, some days they're going better. And then also looking at the bigger picture, you know, finding my journey from like the world of other social media platforms to how do I combine that with what I do in architecture to how do I combine that with my, you know, love of storytelling and being in front of camera to now where I'm at, it really hasn't been such a direct linear journey but hindsight is 2020 and when I look back now it all just makes sense you know now it all just makes sense perfectly yeah that's a big one like I think all we 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 have the tendency of wanting to get to the goal faster but you don't really influence it like you I mean of course you influence it but you need to learn and just carve your own path as and as you gain experience and you try things out like the micro launch method is so much about experimentation like Yes, it's the framework and you get like, um, here's what to do and here's a potential timeline you can use and so on. But 
you still need to align it to yourself. And I know you've done this, you've used my conscious method now several times and you've seen this as well, right? That you do it once, you debrief, you learn, you try it again and you improve. So what's your experience been with the micro launch method as you've now done it a few times? Yeah, definitely. So like to go back again, this is not something you just like do once and then forget. So it's, it definitely becomes the way you approach every single one of your launches from then onward. So that's something that I really, really love about the whole micro launch method. And I like that there definitely was a structure, you know, you had very helpful tools, uh, you know, with the Excel sheets and the way to organize your thoughts together. But it's not like, oh, do this, do that, do that. It's very much like, okay, so what are you doing with your offer? What's the transformation? And what do your audience need from you? And how can you communicate with them to really understand their needs, what they're looking for? and then come up with an offer. And the offer doesn't even have to be perfect. When I did the first micro launch with you, I that was my like first ever launch. I didn't even have an offer. I came up with the concept. I breadcrumbed it, tested a little bit, and then I micro launched it. And to my surprise, people actually bought it even on the first day. And then throughout, like I had people just like buying and I had notifications that keep on popping up. So that's a nice that, feeling, right? Like your email going like, you've made a sale. You've made a sale. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it's so great. You know, like it's just such a great feeling. And to really add to that, like I didn't sit and ponder for ages to come up with this perfect offer. Yeah. I came up with an idea. I launched it. I was very lucky with it being very successful, but had it not been so successful. So the second time I launched something, for example, wasn't as successful as the first one, but I kept on going using the principles from the micro launch method. And when I launched it for the third time, it got better. So it's not about like, oh, this thing has to be a perfect offer or you have to reinvent the wheel. It's just about tweaking things and making them better each time. So I really love when you say like test it, tweak it and try it again. So that basically is what happens, you know, with the micro launch, you don't give up, you have your idea, you test it, tweak it. And if it goes well, great. If it doesn't go well, also great. Just keep on trying again. I think that's so powerful. I think, and you know, that's something I've just learned from my experience that there, because there's so many variables when you're not even talking about launching, when you're marketing and selling something, right? Like we found a lot of last year, um, a lot of launches just across the board industry just didn't go well. Timing, lockdown, like all the things, right? Sometimes, and I found like some of my launches have flopped, like everyone's had a launch that flopped. Sometimes it's like, it was messaging. It was timing. It was, I actually did like 20% of the visibility activities I should have done for my goal. So I'm a big, big fan of always debriefing after any project, looking at what went well, what can we do again? What didn't go that well? Why not? Do we need to change it, get rid of it, get rid of it and imp- or improve it? And what just needs to be adjusted? Um, so it's always a learning process in growth. For yeah, anything. definitely. And what I found, actually, this is, I think I, this is something I also probably mentioned after my first micro launch is like your first micro launch is almost kind of like your like 
it's almost kind of like part of your breadcrumbing and your pre-launch for the next micro launch. And then it always like builds momentum on top of the other. And that way you're basically getting results, like the residual results from even like the first time you ever launched something, because you've definitely upped your visibility and people know you're offering something. They, they start to associate you with something. And then from there onwards, it builds up a very good example of this is because because I did my architecture launch and I positioned myself in a place where I can help young architects to get started with their own business. And then I also positioned myself as someone who has my YouTube channel. I actually got approached by uh, two people who organized the MatCon, which was kind of like a big event for architects and architect content creators. And they approached me and they asked me, hey, we know that you know a lot about business and we know that you know a lot about YouTube. Hey, why don't you come speak at our architecture conference about starting a YouTube channel for architects and teach us how architects can utilize that? So for me, it was like, oh, wow. So those two things like seemingly disconnected, kind of came together in this one event. Now I can definitely say that I can help you, you know, start your business in architecture, but I can also help you actually start a business just based off of YouTube. And it's not such a mystery anymore. And that couldn't have happened if I didn't have that first ever micro launch for architects. Yeah, because it's visibility, right? And it's, it's repetition. Right. And that's why, like that, why I've been using the micro launch method for years as well, because you, you, you sometimes like people aren't ready, right? They see your offer and they just go, you know, maybe something's happening in their personal life. Maybe it's just bad timing. They're busy. They don't trust you enough. Million reasons. Right. That doesn't mean it's a no forever. And that could be in the next time you launch that next time that offer is available, you can like work on that visibility and trust you've already built up in your first micro launch. And you get better results. It's just repetition brings results. Exactly. So when I did the brand new launch for this brand new YouTube thing, um, from the first time I ever micro launched, I 3X'd income, probably like 10X'd visibility. And it's all because of just keeping up with the micro launch and really just like trust the process, trust myself, and also just put myself out there. And uh, I'm so happy for that, Maggie. Really, it's been wonderful. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about the Microlaunch Method, which is my flagship program on how to market and sell an offer in three weeks or less in a really simple way that's aligned to your strengths, your goals, and your personality, head on over to maggiegila.com forward slash Microlaunch.